The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So Psalm chapter 73 this morning, I want to examine a passage that, to be honest with you, um, there is a, if you've been saved for any period of time and walked with God for any period of time and have given to serve, like if you give regularly to church financially, if you're serving and therefore giving up of a Sunday and sometimes twice yesterday would have been twice on Sunday, then again Wednesday, uh, then you can come back Saturday and serve the community. What we're going to look at today is a question that at some point has gone through your mind. I would tell you that if you grew up in church, uh, if you were saved at a young age and grew up in church, uh, maybe not, but I can almost guarantee this question's gone through your mind. And so the question simply goes back in this. Question comes back and says, so I grew up in church. I've tried to do right. I don't have this horrible life of sin, or I've left this certain lifestyle to follow God. And yet I see the world, and it seems like they're doing better than we are. It seems like they're happier. They get to sleep in on Sunday. Uh, they uh, they get keep more of their money. They're not giving to the church. They're not giving to God. Uh, they have more personal time. seems like their families are doing better. It, it just seems like everything's better. And that doesn't mean it is, by the way. It's just kind of it's a, pers- it's a perspective. And I'm going to tell you, social media makes it worse. Because social media is a phenomenal tool to let the world believe what you want them to believe about your life. Either you want them to believe that your wife, your wife, got to be very careful what I was about to say, that your life is 10 times worse than what it really is. Your life is 10 times better than what it really is. And that's something we have to look into is that uh, we get a perception. And this is what we're going to look at, that Psalm 73 discusses that. So let's go ahead and begin reading in verse number one of Psalm 73. Truly God is good to Israel, even to such as care of a clean heart, or are of a clean heart, sorry, but verse two. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped because I was about to give up. I was about to stop following God. I was about to stop following all the things that God asked us to do. I was just about to give up. In verse three, why? He says in verse three, for I was envious at the foolish. When I saw the prosperity of the wicked, for there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore, pride compasses them as about, a, about as a chain. Violence covers them as a garment. Their eyes stand out with fatness. They have more than heart could wish. They are corrupt and speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak loftily. They set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongue walketh through the earth. So what you start off is he walks through a description of the ungodly, the sinful, the, the wrong. And I'm going to tell you something. It's easy to look at the world today and fit the description of what we just heard David or the psalmist say here. We just heard them say that. We just heard him describe that the world seems to have it better than us. God doesn't seem to be punishing them. They seem to be getting away with everything. I mean, life seems great. I mean, we go beyond the question of why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? Now we're asking, how come he allows good things to happen to bad people? And it's an easy question. And at some point, at some point, I say those who grew up in church, a lot of times Satan convinces them of this lie. And so then they grow up in church. They say, well, you know what? I'm going to go really find out if it's true. And then what they do is they run off into the world convinced 
that what they've grown up in is not great and that the world has it better. And they probably have friends who say they've got it better. They've probably seen things that look like it's better. Um, you know, we, they, they look at situations and say this person has more money or whatever. And Satan is very good at allowing us to see what we want to see and what he wants us to see. And by the way, we're really good. We're really good at seeing what we want to see, at seeing what we think is there when it may not be, of seeing what we hope could be when it's not. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to leave this, <clears throat> leave this church and go to this place thinking it's better. It's easy for us. It's easy for us to think that everything on the other side looks better. I've said this for many, many years, and I still believe this. People say, well, the grass is greener on the other side. That's usually because there's more manure over there. Or, or the grass is turf and it's not real. Because I, I, I tell you, I, I'm on a post with pastors, a Facebook group of pastors, and it's a private one, so pastors share their heart. I'm telling you, what, what you see here is what everybody sees. You know, it's just sin. Sin comes in, and yes, it can come in a church and affect church, and it can be a battle. It can be a massive battle. And so let me tell you that um, when you look at the world and it says, man, they seem they have it better. Satan wants you to believe that. And, and the psalmist said that. He said, man, God's good to Israel, but I'm about to give up. I'm about to just follow all the way and just follow the world because, man, they have it better. So let me know. I want you to read. He goes down and describes more of how it seems like the world has it better. But can I tell you something he says in verse 17? I want you to catch this because this gives an understanding of where the psalmist is going with this. He says in verse 17, he said, until I went into the sanctuary of God, then understood I their end. Surely thou didst set them in slippery places. Thou castest them down in destruction. How are they brought into desolation? As in a moment, they are utterly consumed with terrors. Now, we see the perspective. One, what he's simply saying is what you see is not always accurate. And just because things are okay now doesn't mean to look at their end. So let's, let's look at the end of the wicked. Number one, help. Right? Those who have chosen to refuse God and not follow God and not do anything right, look at the difference. What, what is their end? Help. That is miserable. Okay, here's what we look at. Our perspective in the world is we got this or, you know, is, is following God really that much better? And yet the world's end, what is it? The world's end is hell. I want you to consider this. My dad said this years ago, and I thought it was a phenomenal point. Consider, we look at the world and where it's at, all of the situations, that, and most of you have been paying attention to the news this weekend. It just got worse. It, it just seemed to, you know, all the things happening in Afghanistan, you say, it just seemed to get worse. Can the news get worse? And it just seemed to. You know, but for the Christian, this is the worst it's going to get. That's the simple principle. This is the worst it's going to get. And we, we have heaven to look forward to. We have God who protects us in the midst of all of these situations. God who's going to bless and who never leaves us or forsakes us. I mean, what you're experiencing right now, it, it won't get worse. I mean, the circumstances will change. But we have heaven to look forward to. The world, this is the best it's going to get. No wonder they're discouraged. No wonder depression's climbing and suicide is climbing and all these things. Because to the unsaved, this is it. And I'm telling you, if you don't have Jesus, and if you don't have a hope, something good well you're going to be discouraged and i'd be discouraged if you don't have a hope something more you don't have a hope of eternity if you don't have hope of jesus that he's got an answer that he can help that he's not going to leave you man how in the world do you view everything going on so we see what he says but then i want to go down uh, i didn't write down the verse i apologize and somebody will see if i can find uh the verse 
Boy, I'm sorry about that. Verse 23, there it is. I apologize. Verse 23, he says this, Nevertheless, I am continually with thee. Thou hast holden me by my right hand. Thou, hast, thou shalt guide me with thy counsel. And afterward, receive me to glory. Here's simply what he says. He says that I'm going to follow you. I, I, I see the world and what it looks like. And then I come down to the reality that's not true. Social media, what you see is not true. I, what you think you see in another family in church maybe not be true. Um, what you think, everybody thinks got it better. That person, I remember watching a video commercial years ago. I thought it was hilarious. This guy, he's, he's driving. He's got this beautiful house. So he's cleaning this gorgeous house. He's got this what, fancy car out front, and, and he's driving. Around. So he's walking describing the beautiful house and describing this this car. And he's got this weird smile look on his face, this plastered fake smile. And he's out driving, cutting the grass, and he's getting this fake smile. And he says, and how do I afford all this? He's like, and I'm in debt up to my ears. You know, there's an inch of perfect picture. And it was it was debt, you know, it was debt counseling commercial. But the simple premise came down to is everything looks great. And sometimes we don't realize how it's not. Outside of Jesus, how would you deal with everything that's coming, that's going on right now? You know, it's better now to serve God. It's better now to put your trust in God. It's better now to follow God. Because he's not going to leave you. He has an answer. He is the answer. He's the hope. He's the strength for everything coming. And may that be where we put our trust. May we be where they put our confidence. We can see today that we can't really put our confidence in anything physical or material. We put our confidence in God. And that's what we look for. May we do that. If you've not been saved today, at this point, you're still seeking the truth of eternity, seeking the truth of heaven and hell and all these different things. Can I encourage you? The truth is not found in church. The truth is not found in religion. The truth is found in Jesus. He says in, in, in John, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. The answer is to put your faith and belief and trust in Jesus, not in yourself, not in church or religion, but in Jesus, and then get involved in his church that he's established. Do it the right way. Get saved, then go and see how it just changes your life, not church itself, but God through that will change your life. It's not a perfect place. Boy, it's a great place because we can worship God, and it is Jesus's institution. If you are saved today and you're looking at the world, put your trust and faith in Jesus. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your understandings of what's going on right now. Thank you so much for joining us on this Monday morning. I'm sorry if there was background noise, several cars coming down our road, rare for this time of the day, uh, but I'm grateful that you've given me a chance to be part of your day and joining, uh, joining me on my porch this morning as we finish up quarantine and appreciate the opportunity that we've get, you've given me to be part of your day. We love you. We're just grateful to be able to share the word of God with you. Hope it was an encouragement. Hope it inspires you. Hope it draws you closer to God. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus and just wait and see how he'll work all of this out. We love you. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you have a great rest of your day.